everyone. Welcome back to <laughs> Capes and Japes. We have so much energy today. We have a lot of energy. I was in a lot of traffic coming home, and it really made me feel like I was going to cry. So if I start crying... Oh, no. We we could maybe we might we might have to pause. Um I don't I'll probably I'm not going to cry during the episode. If it makes you feel better, I've done a lot of crying the past 2 days because I had to read Poet X for class and boy mm. howdy, something about sitting there feeling bad having a cold and reading poetry about a teen coming <laughs> of age. Mm mhm mhm. I am likely still dehydrated. <laughs> oh, anyway. Who are we talking Anyways. about this week? Who are we who are we apologizing to for giving a very lackluster episode? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to I'm going to do my best. I'm going to rally. Oh, um, it's not just you. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> You're so tired and your mouth is full of menthol. <laughs> I um, I ran out of Ricola, so I had to use the backup cough drops and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I thought we should talk about Starman and um I think I said this last week. Starman is um there's been a lot of Starmans and um Starman adjacent star characters. People. <laughs> star people. There's been a lot of star people and I believe they're called celebrities. <laughs> yeah, welcome to our celebrity gossip podcast. <laughs> um how about Taylor Swift? What's she up to, huh? Football, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Um, there's been a lot of star people, and it's, it's most, uh, there's a bunch of them that aren't enough to have a full episode, but also there's so many that we can't do a roundup of all of them. So I feel like maybe <laughs> the thing to do is to break this up into a couple roundups. Um, so for the first roundup, we're going to be talking about... The original Starman, and probably his most well-known successor, who is his son. Um, and then next week, maybe some of the other Starmans. And then after that, we can do the s sidekicks. I feel like Stargirl might get her own episode. It, it, that sounds Because she's right. like a pretty big character. But stripesy. Um, yeah. <laughs> um... So we're going to see. We're going to see how this goes. So, the um, original Starman uh, is, as we've been covering recently, a Golden Age character. Um, he was introduced in 1941 uh, by uh, Gardner Fox and Jack Burnley in uh adventure comics um and uh his civilian identity is a man named ted knight um because of the stars 
because of the star. Well, it's night with a K. But um, it's because of the star. <laughs> but it's because of the stars. So, uh, Ted is a... <laughs> um, Ted's a rich boy. Um, okay, he Ted. is a... Yeah, thanks, Ted. What is um, it about Ted's in DC? <laughs> They're just like, Ted is a rich name. Ted is a rich boy name. This is, he's also like a wealthy inventor. Um, so just really, just, just something about that Venn diagram. DC I is guess. just typecasting Ted's. Yeah. Ted's, if there's any Ted's listening, um have you considered being a wealthy investor nope not yeah. investor inventor the other the other one but also invest in our podcast <laughs> um, if we have any wealthy listeners please buy me a comic book or two I, i'd really appreciate it i am unemployed <laughs> <laughs> um he uh is also the cousin of another golden age character called the phantom lady um who is a ghost obviously is a ghost i wish um i don't know if she was created to be his uh cousin i think she's introduced shortly after he is i don't know if the original concept is like this is starman's cousin or if they just um, made two characters with the last name Knight because they were like, that's a good superhero name. And then they were like, oh, I guess they're related. Um, As if people can't some... just have the same last name. <laughs> yeah. Um, at some point, we should probably do a Phantom Lady episode because there's also been a few of those. But uh, Ted uh, is rich. He has kind of a... Uh, you know, playboy reputation. Initially, he's introduced as uh, living in Gotham. Um, and then later they give uh, in the 90s Starman, which we will get to, they give them their own home base, which is uh, Opal City. They get um, their own city. <laughs> They get their own city. They're like, we can't have this many playboys in Gotham. We can't have this many rich playboy superheroes in Gotham. <laughs> Saturated the market. Uh, it's really, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult situation. Um, no, r- what really happened was Bruce Wayne was like, get out of my city. Get out of my city, dude. <laughs> You're blowing I've got a whole thing spot. going on. Because <laughs> if you get found out... Dude, yeah, listen, it's going to be a whole thing. Then they're going to be um, like, what other rich playboys are secretly superheroes? And I can't have that. Um, so he uh, is a rich playboy, but in his heart, he uh, loves science and astronomy. Um, and he pours all of his money into, you know, buying like fancy telescopes and like learning about the stars um and do you think he believes in astrology <laughs> i mean it does seem like a 
It would be very funny. Playboy thing. Yeah, it would be very funny. He's like, Um, yes, yes, I'm very interested in like star charts and everything. Both kinds of star charts. Uh, want to know where they are. I also want to know if you're a Libra. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he becomes especially interested in uh. The energy that stars emit, um, and whether it's able to reach Earth, and yeah, it's called it the reaches, sun. It's called it's called light. It's called light energy. <laughs> it's um, called UV rays. It's, they come, it's reaching Earth they come to your from eyes. Our closest star, the sun. Yeah. Um, listen. It's the 40s. <laughs> they know this what the sun is in the 40s. They know what the sun is in the 40s, but they <laughs> don't understand. There's a lot of things. Well, there's a lot of things comic book writers in the 40s specifically do not I mean, understand. I, also, I do also think rule of cool. I get it. But <laughs> yes. No, this is as far as comic book science goes. This is not the worst offender. No. Um, anyways, so he's like, wow, what if we could do something with the energy emitted from stars when it reaches Earth? Um, we can. his cousin. We can. We, can. we do energy. lots of things with it. We do, um, we do so much. <laughs> I just love the idea that, like, it's this rich boy who's playing at scientist and a bunch of, like, actual scientists are like, yeah, we're, buddy, it's solar yeah. energy. We figured that out already. We just can't implement it because capitalism. <laughs> um, the true enemy. The real enemy of science and of superheroes. And um, this podcast. We're coming for you, capitalism. Watch out. Um... So he seeks out this professor. Um, they establish that it's his cousin, the Phantom Lady. <laughs> okay, um, I, I was worried for a second it was a different cousin. He he has a lot of cousins with a lot of irons in the fire. Um, his cousin, the Phantom Lady, is like, well, there's this professor I talked to who helped me build a... Uh, this device that I use to become invisible. Like, maybe you should talk to him. Um, and he's like, you what? <laughs> you, sorry, what? Back, um, back it up. And uh, he goes and talks to this professor, and the two of them together work to create a device that can harness the energy of the stars, um, and it's called the gravity rod. Um, and... Why why gravity? Well, (laughs) there's gravity right here. Yeah, I know. Why are you going to the stars for gravity? (laughs) It's right beneath Um, your feet. Well, now there's different gravity. Okay. Um. Star gravity. Maybe... Maybe the gravity rod just increases um, 
the star particles that are attracted mm -hmm. to it. Um, sh sure. Sure. Maybe. It increases um, its own gravity so that things come to it instead of floating yes. around in space. I can make up bullshit science too, comic books. Yeah, watch me. Um, the original Gravity Rod is like a uh, handheld sort of like, kind of like a magic wand. It, Why it looks was I imagining a giant tower or perhaps a satellite? This is the 40s, <laughs> not the 90s. No, 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 no. Um, it's a uh, handheld kind of magic wand. It looks kind of like, um, you know how sometimes if you're at like, you know the kids toys they sell at like theme park night shows or like disney on ice that spin where it's the like once the ones that spin. yeah yeah it's like a big chunky light up thing yeah um it looks it looks sort of like that um it doesn't spin but it's got like a a handle and then kind of just a big glowy bulb at the top um they should have made it spin <laughs> They should have made it spin. I think that would be very cool. You should push a button on the side and it should go wee. Yeah. Yeah. Um and uh takes 2D batteries. With... <laughs> um with the gravity rod, Ted is able to uh, uh listen, you're going to hate this. He is able to <sighs> manipulate the way that gravity works on him so that he can fly. Um <sighs> it can also what does that have to do with the stars the got he got the energy and he turned it into gravity <laughs> from stars um it can also uh like attract or repel things and it can uh shoot like energy blasts um now see I feel uh -huh. like I would ex I would accept this a little more if instead of stars it was like black holes maybe <laughs> you know things uh -huh. known for alter altering gravity I mean stars right. have a lot of gravity but also um that's just it's not special <laughs> right no it's the same it's the same kind of gravity yeah, no, it's it's it it doesn't it's silly. It's comics. Um, I just think they could have done their theming a little better. Probably. Um, he also uh gives himself a costume that's mostly red. Um, he's got a green cape, green boots. Um green shorts uh and then the yellow star in his chest of and course. he's got a yes um, dr seuss looking ass really um and then he's got a kind of like cowl helmet that has like a like a fin along the top like uh uh what's uh what's the guy buck rogers um buddy i wish i knew <laughs> 
But I think Adam Strange also has like a similar thing. But if you like, if you looked at it, you would be like, oh, uh, oh this yeah, is an old timey sci-fi helmet. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why this am I is, picturing like, wh- uh, what's his name? The Rocketeer? Yeah, I think the Rocketeer also kind of looks like that. Um, the way, yeah, the way they used to, the kind of helmet they imagined people would have if they had adventures in space for some reason. Um, anyways, so he decides to use his, um, cool new gravity rod that he co-invented, um, to fight crimes. Um, his arch nemesis, who will be recurring, uh, is... A cloudy night. A... No! No! Um, I, I guess kind of like almost. It's a man named uh, The Mist. Oh, okay. Who is an old man. Yeah, who is um, basically invisible except for his head and his hands. Except he's <clears throat> usually depicted with his body being some sort of, you know, mist or cloud or, you know, vague shape in some way. Um, he also, (laughs) I screen capped the sentence from Wikipedia because I love every name on here. (laughs) Starman's rogues gallery also includes Astra the Astrologist, Cuthbert Kane, Dr. Doog and the Secret Brotherhood of the Electron. That's one collective. (laughs) Yep. Um, and The Veil. I like how Um, one of it, I like how one of his villains is just an astrologist. Yeah. His greatest enemy. Just like, no, Um, the stars don't mean shit. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) I hate that people are having fun. Get out of here. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He also um, ends up joining the JSA, as do many of, of these characters. And he helps out the U.S. along with the rest of the JSA during World War II. Um, He is uh, in a relationship with a woman named Doris Lee, who is dating him in his civilian persona, but doesn't know about Starman. Not sustainable. (laughs) I know. Um... And when uh, she does find out, she is ultimately killed. Damn. Um, I know. Uh, women. And then he, I think this is retconned in at some point. It's revealed that he, like, used, he, like, participated in the Manhattan Project. <laughs> and uh, he... Partly because of that, and also because of Doris's death, he uh, has, like, a mental breakdown, and he's institutionalized for a bit, um, going through it. It's a, it's a, it's something that seems like one of those things that they would, that they added in later, because, you know, it's a little, uh, yeah, a little edgy for the time, and they love to add in edgy stuff to uh jsa backstories 
Yeah. And then his girlfriend died. And then he created the nuclear bomb. And then he yeah. went crazy. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> can you chill? <laughs> yeah. Um, He does ultimately recover, but ends up retiring for being a superhero. It makes uh, sense. <laughs> yeah, as, as one would. Um, he falls in love with another woman named uh, Adele Drew, and they have two sons, uh, David and Jack. Uh, okay. Which are, yep. Um, <laughs> those are just two normal names. Those are two normal names, and that's all we're going to say about it. <laughs> Um, so his two sons, David and Jack, uh, who we will be covering more, uh, very shortly. Cool. Um, uh. We love to talk about Davids and Jacks here on this podcast. We love to discuss Davids and Jacks in a normal way. Um, he is in Zero Hour. He is not one of the characters who is killed by Extant, but he is, uh, aged up by Extant, um, <laughs> well, to, if I can't uh, kill you, I'll make you old. I'll make you old as hell. Um. The Extant that makes you old. The, yeah, the Extant that makes you old. The Hank that makes you old. Um, he is, because there's, like, none of the, the... JSA characters are as old as they technically should be if they were in World <laughs> War II, and it's like, oh, yeah, there was multiverse, you know, time stuff. They all, they were all aging slower because of reasons. Um, and Hank's like, fuck that. <laughs> old. Fuck that shit. Old. Um, so Ted gets aged to the age he realistically probably should be. Um, and he's like, okay, well... Guess I'm gonna go down to the next hall. Yes, I am for sure. I was already technically retired from superheroing, but I'm definitely not doing any... Like, I'm not gonna be... <laughs> Nobody call me for help or anything like that. <laughs> um, unless you just want to, like, hang out. <laughs> yeah, unless you want to chill. Like, that's fine. My punching days are over. <laughs> gonna oh, be an old God. rich man now. <sighs> Never had to work a day in my life. And I'm not gonna start now. So, um, in between original Ted and his adventures with the JSA in the 40s, and, uh, him getting aged up in Zero Hour, which leads to a couple of other things, um, there are a bunch of basically unrelated starmen, um... That we will, I think, probably talk about next week. But there's a, um, there's a gay blue alien in the 70s. Hell yeah. Um, whose name's Starman. There's a, uh, space prince whose name's Starman. Now see, um, it makes more sense if they're aliens. <laughs> it does make way more sense if they're aliens, sorry. Um, there's a character named Will Payton who uh, gets his own book, like, solo book in the late 80s. 
Um, and in the Will Payton solo book, um, we find out that uh, Ted's older son, David, has uh, taken, inherited the gravity rod, um, which at some point they start calling the cosmic rod, and also at some point it gets redesigned, but I think that's after this. But um, also a good choice. <laughs> a great choice all around. Um, they started to learn more he, about black holes and they're like, you know, we gotta change the branding. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna, we're reworking this. Um, yes, yeah, so David is shown having taken over the mantle of Starman showing up in this book starring a different unrelated Starman and it's like I'm also Starman but I'm I'm this one um I'm the one from space I'm the one from space um we don't get to see a lot of David being Starman well yeah it's not his book it's not his freaking book he shows up in this book um it's established that he's you know stopping some various crimes and then in the 90s and i think 94 um we get a new starman solo series um in the first issue of which david is killed um he is shot by the mist's son kyle who is kyle, no. trying to also kyle no i just um, like he's shot by the mist's son kyle kyle yeah i don't think i don't think kyle has a supervillain identity um i'm no, not it's sure just kyle it's just kyle um he he's trying to be a, a supervillain like his father um and he uh kills david um and jack the younger son is like well i guess i gotta be starman now um jack is established as um not ever having had much of an interest in the superhero thing um like they they established that david like really really idolized their father and wanted to like live up to his legacy um and jack thought that it was uh kind of dumb that he like made this incredible invention and used it to be a superhero instead of like (laughs) figuring out how to better the world in other ways um and uh once jack decides that he's got to be starman he does not um, he doesn't wear the costume. He just wears, like, his normal clothes. And he's, it's like, it's, it's the 90s. So he's got, like, a cool leather jacket, um, with a star on the back of it. Uh, and he wears some big goggles to protect his eyes from the, uh, newly redesigned cosmic rod, which is now a cosmic staff which 
looks much cooler. <laughs> it's it's much more imposing to be a person like wielding a big glowing staff than it is to be a person holding like a light up rod. Um and this is also like people are probably familiar with this if you've seen Stargirl because Stargirl's usually shown like carrying this big kind of glowy staff. Um so Jack goes on to star in Starman um this like solo series that lasts for a while. It's like 80 issues. Um and this is in it's a little bit after the period where DC was getting like really experimental um when like not too long ago we talked about Animal Man and Shade the Changing Man and Swamp Thing and Sandman and this like wave of kind of like them bringing on these like indie sort of creators who they were like yeah do whatever and they did all these kind of like very like avant-garde comics um this is like sort of uh in that mold um it's very it's very artsy um it's like very sort of cerebral i guess from I'm saying this from reading about it, but also like reading about it made me go like, this sounds really cool. <laughs> so I requested it from the library. So I guess we'll find out if it's cool or not. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, it focuses on um, Jack, his um, reluctance to be a superhero, uh, his somewhat complicated relationship with his dad who is an old man but is still alive and is like present throughout the series and it's like it's not like a terrible relationship but it is complicated um like there are worse parent-child relations in comic books but yeah like I feel like there's going to be stuff anytime that your parent has a secret identity and goes off to fight crime. Mhm. Um they uh incorporate a bunch of the various other starmen's into this. Um some of whom had only brief appearances and then like show up here and get like kind of more uh expanded arcs um a lot of there's a lot of stuff about like legacy there's a lot of ghosts um david shows up as a ghost um every year he shows up and they have a conversation with his brother as a ghost which is something that's that was one thing that was really i was like i should read this (laughs) I should read this story about having sad conversations with your ghost brother. Yeah, no, that sounds like it's up your alley. Yeah, a lot of characters who are, like, reincarnations of other characters also. I love that stuff. Um, a, uh, a big, um, uh, Jack ends up killing the Miss Sun Kyle. Um, 
and uh, Kyle also then shows up as a ghost. Uh, and then his sister, like, swears revenge on him um, and uh, becomes a supervillain. Uh sexually assaults Jack to have a kid with him so that she can raise the kid to be evil and hate him. Um, and then ends up eventually uh, recanting on that and giving the kid to him to raise. And then he, at the end of the series, ends up retiring with his son, who he names Kyle. Um, I don't think and- I like that. <laughs> Well, I think she named him Kyle, and he's no, like, well, I'm not No, I going. don't like the whole storyline. The whole thing? Sure, sure. The whole thing of it, yeah. No, that's something that's very, yeah. No, I don't love that. Um, But it's also, like, a thing that, like, comics love to do when they're being edgy. Is they're like, ooh, look look out, role reversal. It's like, okay. Um, doesn't, I don't enjoy it. Um... Anyways, uh, there's also this, uh, family called the O'Dares, who are, um, the various children and family members of a police officer who is this kind of, like, recurring character in the, like, 40s Starman adventures as his, like, police officer, you know, the Commissioner Gordon type yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the important police officer friend. <laughs> the important police officer guy. Um, and he has a, a bunch of kids and they're all kind of involved in what Jack has going on. Also, Solomon Grundy is hanging around for a while, but it's like an incarnation of Solomon Grundy. Because Solomon Grundy is like, you know, dies and gets like comes back and dies and comes back. It's a version of Solomon Grundy who's, like, much chiller than usual. Um, so he's just kind of hanging out. (laughs) And, uh, there's also a, um, significant presence from a old Flash villain called the Shade who had, like, a magic cane that gave him, like, darkness powers. Um, who gets uh, reimagined as this, like, immortal goth Victorian dandy um, who is a criminal, but who is also helping Starman out because he's like, I like this city. I'm chilling here. I don't want other people showing up and messing with it. Honestly (laughs) fair. I've got a good thing going. It's honestly fair. And he, like, um, becomes a mentor to one of the O'Dare kids who is uh, going through his own stuff. And they, uh, it's, it's, it's a, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, a lot happens. Uh, at the end of Jack's solo series, um, he retires with his son and his wife or girlfriend, not, not sure which, uh, it, it, it doesn't super matter. <laughs> what their um, e- exact relationship status is. <laughs> yes. He, uh, after he retires, he passes, um, the rod to Courtney, uh, Stargirl, who we will talk about in the future. 
Um, and he shows up briefly in like a few things, mostly cameos. Um, he gets an appearance in Blackest Night because DC does this thing where this is kind of cute as like part of Blackest Night. They did like a, a bunch of one shots with like dead comic books coming back to life. Um, so one of the dead titles was Starman, uh, and they had David come back as a Black Lantern, because, like, obviously. But, uh, Jack is not in it that much. He, um, it's mostly about, uh, the shade, which is fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, as, as, as far as we are aware, um, he is still retired. I don't know if we have seen anything of him in, like, Rebirth, but that wouldn't be surprised. Even, like, if he wasn't, like, a JSA-associated character, which they have, like, <laughs> have not always been reintegrated, um, he also doesn't want to be a superhero, and he's retired, so bye. But I know that like, they've done some Stargirl stuff, so it's possible he's popped up in Stargirl stuff to be like, hey, it's me, just checking <laughs> in. Um, how's it but, going? Uh, I mean, how's it going? Yeah, still you know, we're superheroing. Still superheroing, got this, uh, got this big old rod. Um, yeah, that's, um, those are the Knights Starmen. The Starmen who are related to each other. <laughs> The Knight Family Starman. <laughs> the Knight Family Starman. Um, and next time we can talk about a bunch ones. <laughs> of other guys. Other ones. <laughs> um, as many Starmen as there are stars. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, everybody strap in. This is going to be a long stretch of podcast. <laughs> um. Anyways, did you uh oh, did you have anything else you wanted to discuss? Um, I didn't read comics cuz I funneled all my brain power into homework and then um mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. I didn't have any brain power left, I started rewatching the Naruto sub. Okay. <laughs> sure. It's on Netflix. And I love these dramatic ass kids. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's funny um, how much like I like it's been over a decade since I've watched Naruto. And it's wild how much I still remember. <laughs> Damn. Um because it, it's, like, in the very beginning, Kakashi's doing his, like, test, and uh -huh. they're like, wow, nobody's ever passed his test. It's so hard. And I'm like, you gotta unionize. <laughs> 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 like, half joking, like, y'all gotta unionize. And then it's like, it's about teamwork. And I'm like, oh, shit, I was right. Somewhere <laughs> deep in my brain, it was like, no, the test is working together. <laughs> and 
and then Zabuza and Haku showed up, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> My evil <Hell> sons! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I rem- I'm like, I, for some reason, have these two men's names burned into my brain before he was even introduced i'm like yeah zabuza's here (laughs) and then they like do a little thing of haku i'm like haku come get your man (laughs) (laughs) haku come get him he's in trouble help gods though it's so fucking funny to like see these tiny children be all like my goal is to become so strong that I can avenge my family <laughs> and take out a certain person. And Sakura's just like, I want to impress Sasuke. <laughs> and I'm like, see, that's a child who has child priorities. Yeah, for sure. And Naruto's like, I want to be the leader of my town. It's like, okay, buddy. Okay, slow down. You're like, what, 11? <laughs> Chill out. I have to beat him no matter what. Alright, okay, okay. Chill. Somebody get this kid a backpack leash, my god. <laughs> it's been very fun. I am delighted. If if anybody out there is listening and has not watched... um, I started with... I At first I was watching the sub and then I was like, but I can't crochet during this. I can't, I need to read. (laughs) (laughs) So I switched to the the dub and I was like, actually, this is delightful. It reminds me of sitting late at night. Well, like late for a child watching from Toonami and just being like, I'm going to watch a random episode of Naruto because that's what they're showing. Now I'm going to watch a random episode of Bleach and then Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) And then I have to go to bed. Um, anyway, I recommend rewatching anime that you haven't watched, uh, in, like, ten years. It's yeah. delightful. Hopefully you had good taste in anime ten years ago. Although I'm not saying that I had good taste in anime. I guess I'm just having a good time. That's what matters. Did you read anything? Or watch any um, anime from a decade ago? It's older I, than a decade. I think it Naruto came out in like two thousand two in the states. Oh, wow, what a time! Yeah, right. Um, I read. I finally finished making my way through making my way, making um, my way, making my way through the twenty seventeen Runaways, um, which I started reading all the way through a while ago. And then I got distracted, and I finally read the last two volumes. Um, and it's so, 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 so good. My only thing is that I'm I think... i trying to remember it... if I ever finished 2017 Runaways. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, I think it was canceled pretty abruptly, because it ends pretty suddenly and, like, leaves a lot of things hanging. Um... Rude. It's very rude. Cancel your gaze. <laughs> Honestly. Um, which is too bad because it there was... I think if it had continued from that point, there was like a lot of interesting stuff that could have happened. But the stuff that there is is so, so, so great. Um, I really, 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 really liked it. 
And I also, um, I picked up, uh, the second issue of whatever, whichever the one of the two things, whichever one of the two X-Men things has dug in it. I think it's, it's the Kieran Gillen one. I think it's, (laughs) it's the one with Doug in it. Obviously everybody knows which one this is. Everybody knows it's the Doug one. I, I think it's. Rise of the Powers of X. Roxbox. <laughs> Roxbox, baby. Um, I I think that's the one. Um, Wait, no, that would be I... Ropox. Damn it. Rotpox. Rotpox. That just sounds like a curse. It sounds um, like a terrible rot-pox. curse. Which is how I feel, as I have been terribly cursed oh, no. to buy comic he, books. He has the Rotpox doctor where we live. <laughs> Oh no! Um, but, um, a lot of stuff going on that I don't understand. When is there um, not a lot of stuff going on in X-Men? That, yeah, that I don't understand all, <laughs> all the time, forever. Um, Doug is there. Some stuff going on with Doug. You know, honestly, it's rude of them to put the teens that I care about into big things that I don't care about. Yeah, just put them, just slide them off into their own thing that I can read without worrying about all the other stuff that's going on. I mean, I'm, I I feel complicated about it because I really like that Doug is like a super important character who's like crucial to the main plot and everything, but also that means I have to read the main plot and understand <laughs> it. Um, it's like, why can't I just be a fan of this little handful of kids and not have to worry yeah. about anything else? Yeah. Um, I also bought the new Nightwing, even though I haven't been keeping up with Nightwing, because there was a cute, um, like, Valentine's variant cover. I was like, that's fun. I'll buy that. And then one of my friends texted me the day, like, oh, this new issue of Nightwing maybe burst into tears. So I was like, "Uh oh, (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Guess I I gotta crack that one open. (laughs) Guess I gotta sit down and cry about my boy. So, um... Yeah, that's, uh, that's comics. Um, thank you all for listening. Sorry <laughs> if this episode was odd. I mean, look, Sorry. we warned you at the beginning. Yes, we did. Luckily, we did our not due as diligence. sad as we expected. We yeah. both really picked it up. We, we, we rallied. We did our best. Possibly um, overcompensated. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Went on a little tangent in the middle there. That I um, then cut out and you have no idea what it is. It's a secret tangent, unless you're a <laughs> patron and tangent. you hear it in bloopers. <laughs> secret, secret tangent. <laughs> Give us a dollar to hear the secret tangent. It'll come out <laughs> after we hit... When do I release the bloopers? Every hundred episodes? Subscribe when we hit episode 400. <laughs> Yeah. To hear the secret tangent. Um anyways, thank you so much for listening. If you want to keep up with us, you can um follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook at Capes and Japes. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh you can join our Discord server um and come hang out and chat and vibe. Um, you can, uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you want to support us on there. 
you can get. Uh, as mentioned, there's bloopers up there along with our monthly bonus episodes, which we will be doing another one of very soon. Um, if uh, you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to help out the show in another way, leaving a rating and review is very cool. Telling a friend about the show if you think they might be interested. And just coming back and joining us, as you've done once again today. So thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, that's comics. That's comics, baby. Uh.